0: impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before.
1: Let's dive in. Okay.
0: Hi guys. Welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy Alchurch. I'm am so excited because I have the most amazing guests on the podcast today. I told you that 2020, we're bringing on lots of people and doing lots of fun, different things on the podcast. So this is the beginning of it all. And I obviously, if you've followed me for a while, know who Libby Hoffman is. If you have not been following me, um, this is your first introduction. So I'm so excited to welcome her. She is the human design reader that does foundational readings on my team, and relationship readings. So she does partnership and mother-child readings. So I am so excited to be talking to her for you guys to get to know her better on a personal level. And we're gonna go into um, some celebs, uh, some of my favorite people,
1: (laughs) and their relationship. So Libby, welcome. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so excited. It's my podcast debut. So exciting. Yay! Yay. Um, So yeah, I'm Libby Hoffman. I'm um, a human design reader on Amy's team. And um, I'm just so grateful for um, the past year, especially. Um, I was introduced to human design through you, Amy. And um, we actually connected on Instagram and Mm -hmm. my word for 2019 was a line. So I think that's how we got connected. Um, And my first memory of human design and you is actually talking about your open root center. (laughs) And I was like, what the F is this (laughs) chick talking about? I was like, what is she talking about? So um, that is what intrigued me. And then um, I just really started looking into it on my own and I was just sucked in immediately. Like you talk about yourself as well, um, because there was really so much truth for me in the knowledge from my own life experience. Um, so much of the knowledge in the human design system are things that I have felt and really had awareness of myself. I think, especially being a projector really awareness that I've had my whole life. Um, but the system really puts it into, um, language and a structure that I'm able to relate to others and to Mm -hmm. share with others. And that is why I love it so much. Um, and like you also share, I also started integrating, integrating it, um, with myself and my family right away because I have two little boys, Mm -hmm. um, and they're both manifesting generators emotional manifesting generators so they are super busy (laughs) and um my husband's also a manifesting generator so i really started experimenting with my family and the differences that i saw um, were like almost immediate especially having human design with my second son a lot sooner than my first son Um, So just for example, like I remember wasting so much time trying (laughs) to force naps on my first son when he just didn't need a nap. And so Mm -hmm. it was just such a waste of time to like force him to take a break when he really didn't need to. He really needed to just exhaust that energy. And um, now with my second son, I I know his limits and I know when he really needs a break and when he just needs to keep um exhausting his energy and I don't waste time and frustrate myself and them in the process.
0: It's so funny cuz like that is like a projector's biggest nightmare wasting our time. <laughs> like, yes. We got no time to waste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so amazing and I love how um first of all, I have to go back because I love how you were like what is she talking about? That is like honestly my goal sometimes. I'm like I hope people find me and I have no I like it's the, like our are basically like, she sounds crazy. Like, what is this language she's talking about? And then dive into it. And they're like, oh my gosh, right? Like, that is the process that excites me so much of people just like their minds being blown because like you said, you bring it back to yourself and like, it all makes sense. Everything you've known about yourself, but like, it felt like it wasn't right is suddenly so right and so cracked. And then when you bring it into your family and your parenting, it's like, whoa, there's actually... You know, like throw those parenting and books out the window, like who needs them because your child already came with its own instruction book, right, manual, and it's just up to us to understand that,
1: yes, a hundred percent totally,
0: and you were in a line, right the yeah, so and projector line. power
1: paradigm yes, yes, um, and I really think that um you know, doing a line was really a big turning point for me because it didn't just help my business. It really helped, um, you know, my life because again, human design, it's, it helps with every aspect of your life. It's, it's a life experiment. So um, it's not something that you have to compartmentalize. So, and like you say, you know, you're you can really fuse your your business with your soul and vice versa. And it and I love that holistic um, part of it, aspect of it.
0: Yeah, totally. And with you being in my programs, like literally, there's so many people that um, obviously go through my programs or that I work with, and like dive deep into human design because they're like, this has changed my life. It's changed my world. But you like, just came to me in such a different way. Like when, when we talk about like embodiment and integration, it's not like a, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to in my life. Like, and then tomorrow I'm like doing all the things, you know, it's like such a process. And it's such a slow, steady, like trusting, like unfolding because you can't change everything as much as like we understand it. Right. It's like, you have to allow yourself to become yourself again. And with watching Libby, I was just like, she really has embodied this, you know, like she is full on like trusting the experiment and moving with the experiment and n- not trying to be perfect, but just going on her path with it and letting it happen. So um, and then just your deep knowledge and understanding that just comes so naturally and so like fluidly for you. It's so beautiful. So out of everyone, I was like right away, I was like, ah, like I just had this, this nudge, this ping, this like desire to be like. I want you on my team. I want you to be doing these (laughs) readings because I became overwhelmed with doing too many of them and my business was growing really rapidly and I knew that that was something that like I love, but it wasn't something that like completely like I wanted to continue to put my time into and as I was expanding, but I knew that I also wanted people to be getting that experience. Like I didn't want to be like, no, I'm a human design, but like my business isn't like offering those, right? So like having you have like such a steady confident like natural way of reading people is like hands down so I'm so excited I'm so happy that you accepted my invitation long ago and like everything has just like it's just fallen in so effortlessly and I feel like that is like the key word here it's just been effortless
1: yeah it feels very yeah like organic and just like nothing forced yeah and thank you for that recognition because that's one of the things that I really um felt really seen about when I learned about being a projector and everything that goes along with that was like me being able to see into other people like so easily was actually a gift and it wasn't something that I had to tone down and not intimidate people you know what I mean so um, so yeah I felt so recognized and just um, finally like Oh, it's like a relief like all of these feelings and this energy that you felt your whole life is like true for you. it's who it's really who you are and really what you can embrace and share my true gifts with the world so Yeah. So before,
0: of course, before we go into, um, kind of like talking about the, like a relationship reading. So you guys are three emotional authorities in your house, right? Yes. Your husband's the only one that that would be a stake role. And you guys are all, so your two sons and yourself, emotional authorities and literally emotional authorities are like, like people just like want more, 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 more. So I want (laughs) to ask you, (laughs) um, what do you find has been, um, the biggest shift is going to be my first question with like um, just like your family dynamic of you really understanding the emotional authorities and even allowing your husband to understand that because it's the three of you guys and he's not. Um, And then what would you say is still kind of the biggest um, I don't want to use the word challenge, but like, you know, like something that you're still working on that is still, you're like, okay, we're still, you know, in this, in this process. And Mm -hmm. it hasn't been something that like has really you never master it, but like something that is still something that comes up often?
1: Yeah. So, um, luckily we are, well, I would, shouldn't say luckily. Right. (laughs) But, um, we, the three of us that are emotional, we're all tribal. So we all Mm -hmm. have the same type of wave. Um, so that makes it a little easier for me to, you know, understand my two sons in that way because I know exactly what their wave feels like and looks like. So um, knowing that touch is really important for the Mm -hmm. tribal wave, that helps so much because if I see that they're starting to get upset because that's like the tribal wave, it's that ratchet wave that builds and builds and builds and then you Mm -hmm. explode. So (laughs) for me, it's like that, um, it's almost like an impatience. So, like, once you hit my limit, then I'm going to, like, explode. So um, if I start to see them getting upset, then I can just literally reach out and touch them and just, like, grab their hand and kind of talk them down a little bit and just make them know that they are, like, right in the moment so that it kind of, like, calms that that spike and it kind of like, right? yes. like breaks
0: there, yeah, right? Like breaks from puts going the brakes. to the limit.
1: Yeah. Yes. And, um, something that has really helped me personally, and I've actually started it with my four-year-old son, who's my older son as meditation practice, because that really helps us, um, again, fo- being able to help our focus in the moment and to just like stop and just kind of separate. Um, myself from the emotion and to kind of step back Mm -hmm. and be like okay I'm getting angry right now or whatever it is I'm getting impatient whatever and then that way I can kind of again put on the brakes Mm -hmm. um, just myself if if I can't you know have that physical contact from someone
0: I love that and I want to like differentiate too between like because a lot of people are like how can I stop the emotion right like what you're explaining isn't stopping your emotional wave, but it's putting on like, like describing it, like putting on the brakes. So like, there doesn't need to be an explosion. And the whole thing about an emotional authority is giving yourself what you need. You're honoring it. You're feeling it, but you're giving yourself what you need in order to move through it quicker and moving through your emotional wave doesn't always mean, um, something crazy happening, right? Like a huge explosion or an argument. Like it doesn't need to be like that. It can be like that graceful, right? Like you give yourself some time and some space or some touch or some connection or some meditation. And then all of a sudden it doesn't get to this highest level peak before it goes back down.
1: Right. Um, And something else is we really talk about our emotions and Um, I make sure that both of my sons know that it's totally okay to have a sad day. That's what we call is Mm. is, I'm having a sad day. And that's what we kind of check in with each other every day. It's like when I can tell that he's just kind of like off, I can say, you know, are you having a sad day? Yes, I'm having a sad day, he'll say. (laughs) So and and I just gently remind him, you know, that's okay. It's okay to have a sad day tomorrow is a new day. Um, And I try to make sure to not like make it make a sad day be negative or a happy day be positive because you just want them to know that it's always changing. So that's what they need to honor are the waves and not the actual emotion being good or bad.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And actually something that my coach was just talking about too, Melanie and Lair, was like, um, in life, we so we've been, you know, again, conditioned to be like, if we have a bad day, or like a bad emotion, that becomes an entire day, you know, but when we have those good emotions, like they're so fast. Right, so it's really important, like you said, just to honor. Like it doesn't mean anything. Like you're in it right now, but like literally in an hour from now, it could be something else. So it's it's not like it's an entire thing, or that it that it means anything.
1: Yes, Um, and something else that I do that we do is we try to give them a lot of time. Like it's kind of (laughs) them being a manifesting generator, having their sacral defined. Mm -hmm. They have that response in the moment, but then the emotional side of them, that needs time to pass for more clarity. So it kind of like works against itself a little bit there. But Mm -hmm. what we try to do is to give them more time to decide things. So we try not to put, to make them decide like right in the moment, like what they're going to do like the next day, but we try to give them as much time as we can, like Like for example, for their birthday, like, do you wanna go to Chuck E. Cheese for your birthday or whatever? And we just try to like keep giving them a little bit of time so that they can really feel into their ways and keep changing their mind if they need to, because their sacral is going to continue responding. And then in the moment they might change their mind at the very last minute. And we just try to like go with the flow there too and let them do decide how they need to decide.
0: So good, amazing. Conscious parenting, what up? (laughs) I love it. Okay. So do you want to explain, um, I guess, kind of the difference between like a foundational reading and like really, I mean, obviously in a relationship reading, there's two people and you're looking at the charts um, to kind of understand. So when we have a foundational reading, it's just like on one person and like their foundations and like their the things that they need to know and master. So what would you say is like the biggest difference? when you're reading a single person versus relationship readings?
1: Um, Well, I would say the biggest difference is that, um, you know, with a relationship, the relationship on top of the two individuals is like another being Mm. itself. So it's kind of like that saying, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts so um we're not just going into um type and authority and like the focus of conditioning for each person but then we're going to look at how each person can help honor the differences and then also um how to support each other through the challenges of conditioning um And a relationship is really like a living thing, right? It's another being. So it needs nourishment and love and attention and room and support to grow. So I always try to um, really help give them whoever, you know, if it's a mother and child or loving partnership to really give a general overview to at the end of how they can nurture each other um, and how really each person can shine their brightest and also for the greater benefit of the really of the partnership or the relationship, because that, like I said, the relationship is a whole nother being. So, so good
0: yeah, it, it really is. And like when you look at charts, so like a really cool way to do this, if you have your charts printed at home is like to like actually take the papers, right. And put them over top of each other. And you're right. It becomes a whole other design. Yeah. So it's like, it is its own entity. It's its own being. So understanding those pieces of each person that comes together or are different from each other and yeah, how to honor that and to make it the best life possible, the best love possible in, in how you're seeing, receiving, and giving, and accepting from the other person.
1: Yeah. And, um, we also talk about in, in the relationship readings, we also talk about that friendship that they see where they have, the same kind of energy so like the same centers the same where they share the same channels or gates and then also the magnetism and honoring the magnetism where they actually form those channels when they each have an opposite gate that form a full channel when they're together
0: yeah so this is much more um much more depth than than understanding your own base design because as we've talked about so many times and as i've mentioned like human design goes into so many different layers and so many different pieces and so many different aspects and this is a completely different aspect like you said with like the gates that are meeting each other to form a channel and that creates like this like you know energy that's exciting it's like the chemistry right that you feel with another person is from those and i want to before we go into kind of going over um A relationship reading, I want to just like put like memo out here to everyone that like, there's no design that is like, it's not like you're, you're signed, right? It's not like the best match together. Um, it's not like projectors absolutely best with, you know, a manifest or whatever, there are good energy matches, but like it all comes down to your actual design, not just your energy type. So it goes into like all of the, the little nitty gritty pieces, like you're saying, like the centers and the channels and the gates and, you know, just and anyone can love anyone. It's the way that we see them and the way that we receive them and the way that we accept them and love them and honor them. So like, it doesn't matter. Like it it, it don't go home and be like, Oh my gosh, like, because we don't have like enough gates connecting to make a channel. (laughs) Like we're not connected or we don't have that magnetism or attraction. Like, no, (laughs) it's like, yes, you just have to see your partner. And it's like, it's a choice. So
1: yes, totally. Yeah. Love is limitless. Mm-hmm. And um you know I all the I say this all the time knowledge is power because knowledge is what increases intimacy yes. and then inti- intimacy increases love ah. and that is powerful Everyone, go quote that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That will change your relationships. (laughs) That is so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm excited to do this. I mean, I've already checked this out a lot because you guys know. Well, especially if you've been in Projector Power Paradigm, I and if you watch my Insta stories, I love Kanye West, and (laughs) I. It's so funny, but I do. I've always, always, always loved him, like from like the beginning, and. Like I've never known why. Just like he always speaks to my soul, Mm -hmm. and um, I hope Kanye, I hope you hear this. (laughs) 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 I've been to a concert actually um, with Ben, and it was Jay Z and Kanye West, and I literally like cried the entire time because I just like so moved. And like it's like this hip hop concert. I saw him too.
1: (laughs) I saw him like when like in two
0: thousand three. Oh my god! Yeah, like Like before he was like even
1: that. Yeah. So
0: funny and I know he has a reputation but that's why we love him because um anyways he's a projector. So when yes. I found that out I was like, oh well that's why because I seen I feel seeing her and recognize her mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's speaking his soul, right? Um so and I I keep up with the Kardashians from the very beginning. Like I love them. Um and so Kim and Kanye were obviously my choice of a couple that we're going to go into. So l- just tell me, like, some fun things, like, right away that you see about them, their their types. I mentioned that um, Kanye, well, he's also a spleen projector. so. Yes. Um, <laughs> and defined heart. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, just fill some beans on, like, what you see right away when you look at their charts.
1: Yeah, so um, they're both um, very open. Um, Kanye and, sorry, has... Kim- Kim is a pure generator yes um, so Kim is a pure generator so she has sacral authority um, and like you said Kanye has splenic authority so um, I kind of think there's some friendship there just because their authorities are very similar mm-hmm. um, because they have that response in the moment um, mm-hmm. And they both have their spleens defined. So they both have splenic awareness. So they probably really get each other there. Like they know in the moment if things are healthy, safe for them. So that, I I see that as a big um, area of friendship for them. And then also that they have, they both have their solar plexus undefined. So um, that could be, that could kind of go to the shadow side or it could be, you know, really good if they know how to, you know, not fixate on other people's emotions and they're not avoiding emotions Mm -hmm. either, that they have a healthy relationship with other people's emotions. Um, And then they also both have their head and Ajna undefined. So that is really helpful too, for them to have alone time, even apart from each other, to release all of that mental activity and pressure from their conditioning. And then also the emotional conditioning as well from other people. Um, And I'm I'm, I'm sure that being a celebrity, if you're like around a lot of people like that, You probably need extra time to like release Mm. all of that, all of that, you know, energy from lots of different people.
0: So. Yeah, that's so true. And if anyone like has is up to date on the Kardashians, like Kim has kind of been like MIA, right? Like she really mm-hmm. is just kind of like with all of her kids, chilling out, hasn't been doing much. She's had like traumatic things that have happened. And yeah, like even with Kanye too, of just like kind of disappearing, right? And going into his like own space and then coming out when he's ready. So yeah, it's very much like their own and, and kind of going into that creative mode of their own away from people, right? Away Mm -hmm. from press, away from being seen, away just like hibernating kind of.
1: Yeah. That's really healthy for them to have that alone time. And something that I would tell them like in a relationship reading is that not only do you need alone time, like from other people, but you need alone time as an individual too. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not getting, if you're always together, then you're still going to have that um, you're not going to have that full release of energy. It needs to be really intentional time to release all of that mental pressure and the emotional.
0: Yeah. And even with Kim having her sacral and Kanye not having it, like that would be another like mm-hmm. really big like space away, right? Of like, or yes. else overload or burnout. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and especially because Kanye has the defined heart, that can really trick him into thinking. Cause that's like a motor center, so it can really trick him into thinking. Especially if he's with with Kim, that he's he can still go go go. So he really has to remember, um, you know, to stop before he's completely exhausted, and know so. when enough is enough. <laughs> And it's so funny because like,
0: um, looking at even their motors. So then Kim has her root defined. And so like he has heart. She doesn't, she has sacral. He doesn't, they both don't have an emotional and she has roots. And he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So in that way, that's a kind of a good balance, right? Like yeah. when you look at it that way, it's like, oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. I could take this and you can, you give me this and I give you that. So in a sense, like that exchange of energy is really quite healthy too, as long as they know that it's not theirs and not yes. to continue to go with it
1: both ways. Right. Yeah. The awareness is everything here. Yeah. yeah. And you know, me, how I've talked about the root center before (laughs) the root wounds sometimes run deep. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, I know for me personally, the root center is something that I've been really working on like the last month or two, um, to just really be aware, like to stop myself because in the past, that's where a lot of my burnout came from was letting, trying to let that root center sustain me like the sacral and it's just it doesn't happen (laughs) so It it makes it worse actually so um so yeah just if they know if they have the awareness like if kim has the awareness that her root pressure and that energy is really for herself and for her to be an example of how to either um change or to sustain the pressure through the root pressure and not really to put that pressure on Kanye, um, you know, to, to release pressure the way she does, um, then they can have a really healthy relationship with it there. And even like going back and looking
0: at, or like remembering when they're doing the house, like building a house and she's like wanting it done. And you just like, oh, let's just redo it again. You know, it's like so (laughs) funny to be like, he doesn't have that pressure. And she's like, I just want to be in the house, you know? And he's like, well, let's just do a whole other renovation. Right. So it's like, there's there's nothing urgent for him really (laughs) and Mm -hmm. for her it's like oh she probably just feels that almost annoyance which could happen too of like that lower frequency if he's almost overpowering not like overpowering but like coming in and making the decisions and she's like yeah but like this is what my my pressures are telling me my sacral right my rue they want to make things happen now and him being open there it's like well it doesn't need to Mm -hmm. Yes. So yeah, it's funny how like sometimes the undefined centers can also um really it really impact the defined centers. Yes. Yeah, totally. Um, so are there any channels or anything that or like gates where like they're connecting that you saw that really feel like, oh, I think
1: only one. Yeah, so um they actually form um I think it's a conscious. I forgot to write it down. Yes, it's conscious. So yeah, they form a conscious channel of the prodigal, which is gate 13 and gate 33. So that actually would define their throat and their G center together, Mm -hmm. which would be really, it's really interesting because um, together, then they have split definition.
0: Because mm.
1: their G center and their sacral would still not be defined. Right. Um, so that would be really, and that is really interesting because that's what happens in their energy when they're together. Yeah. And I like to think of this channel. Um, the It's called the channel of the prodigal. I don't know if I said that. Um, I like to describe it like a time capsule with no set date. Okay. So, The gate 13 in the G-Center, this is what Kim has activated in her chart on her own. Um, The gate of the listener is pretty much like a lockbox, like the lockbox of the time capsule. So she really has the energy to earnestly listen to others and to take in their victories and challenges and their secrets even Mm -hmm. so other people kind of feel from her that she's a confident a confidant that they can trust to like tell her their secrets in a way and she's going to keep them safe
0: um which I feel like is so on point because like all of his like you know all of his (laughs) stuff I'm sure it's just probably in a lockbox in her like soul
1: (laughs) yes um so with on her own, she doesn't have the opposite gate, which is the gate 33, which is the gate of privacy. Um, so without that, there's no pressure from the throat to really mm-hmm. speak it um, and to really um, kind of like have that timing of it to know when is the correct timing or not to speak it. Okay. So um because this channel is also a collective channel. So it's all about sharing. So she would really have to stick with her, um, strategy and authority to know, like even them together, she would really have to use her strategy and authority to know when to speak it or when to let it out to when, Mm. when to open that time capsule. Okay. So then, um, Kanye has that opposite gate, which is the gate of privacy in the throat. And so in the time capsule analogy, it's kind of like the key for the lockbox. So um, it's really about the need for retreat so that he can reflect on the knowledge or like whatever the secrets are or um, the experience whatever it is, whatever the knowledge is, and he can um, kind of like take that reflection time as like grounding it in so that he can share it when the time is right.
0: Um,
1: And it's for the betterment of the collective. That's what the whole sharing keynote theme is about. Right. So again, it's really important for him on his own to use his strategy and authority for sharing because he doesn't have on his own. He doesn't have that gate opposite gate.
0: Okay, cool. And yeah, that like, I feel like that really does describe them as a unit, Yeah, you know, like that's so, that's so wild. Um, okay. So actually I actually have a question about another one. I'm kind of, I am putting you on the spot a little bit. So, okay. um, Okay. So, because this is what I noticed right away is the channel of surrender. So basically from 44 to 26 Kanye, right? Yeah. Kanye has that one complete as a channel and Kim does not. She only has 26 coming out.
1: Oh yes, I did. Okay. I, yeah, go ahead. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So I just find this one interesting because, Mm -hmm. um, like with him having it, so how would you actually describe that? We don't even need to go into detail about it. So when one person has it as a full channel Mm -hmm. and the other person only has it as a gate and that Mm -hmm. person is, um, like, almost, like, what benefit would he be getting from that versus she be getting from it? Because when we see two gates that can complete a channel on either side, it's like, okay, they both complete each other, and they're both, like, receiving from the other person, right? But when one person has a full channel and one person has the gate of that, it's like he, she's getting the rest
1: of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah, go into that. Yeah. So, um what I like to, to how I see it is when they're together. So she gets full access to that channel. Um, because like you said, she kind of has half of it and then he has the full channel. So, um, I like to encourage people to remember that they don't have this when they're not together because what can happen is she can be conditioned for having that energy and then when she's on her own she can kind of forget and then she doesn't have that that real strength of that consistent energy um to really be able to draw from that So she's really has to go back to her strategy and authority again Mm -hmm. for using that kind of energy because she only really has the one gate.
0: And hers is coming from the heart center, which she has undefined.
1: Yes. And that's inconsistent. Yeah. 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 And that's what, that's one thing that I always remind people in personal um, readings and relationship readings is that anything that you have undefined it's not that you don't have that energy ever. It's just mm-hmm. that it's inconsistent for you. That's what mm-hmm. you have to keep in mind. It's inconsistent.
0: And then like, would you, this may even be like, a silly question for me to be asking, but like, would you then, um, kind of think that as they come together? So, okay. So it's the 40, 26, 44. He has fully, she has 20 specs. So do you almost feel like, and this would kind of even be in your own experience of doing relationships, like that, that is more amplified when they're together, even for him, like that part yes. of his channel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the 26 becomes a friendship gate. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's and- more like, um, it's more magnified, I would say than amplified. Okay. It's more yes. magnified because it's like a friendship. They share it. So, um, it's something that they probably really like get in each other too. Mm-hmm. Um, and this gate is all about, it's like the salesman gate. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. It's like the entrepreneur, like, whole yeah, like so here, you know? it's like, um, you're really good. It's a tribal energy. So what it is, is it's taking like all of these, um, memories that you have and you kind of are able to put them in a way to other people to sell whatever it is you're trying to, like, capitalize on for them.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it's also, like, which is obviously what they're doing. And yeah. it's also, like, the, um, like, them wanting to improve. Like, it's, like, this this yes. desire, like, it's coming, that part's coming from the heart center. It's, like, ooh, how can I be better? You know, what can mm-hmm. I make better? And it's so funny to see that they both have that, Yet he's always like, as we've seen their relationship played out, he's always like, how can she be better? You know? Mm -hmm. So he has that direct channel and it's like, he is now closing that for her to like, let's rise up. Like, let's, like, let's make you the best you you can possibly be in every way, which is so funny.
1: Yeah. The whole channel is like the creative capitalist because you have that access to the splenic awareness right to your heart
0: yeah yeah so if you have this this is like a huge one for entrepreneurs a lot of mm-hmm. entrepreneurs have this com- completely this whole channel um okay that was just like fun that i noticed and i was like oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um something else that i do see is also cool that they're both um defined or uh, specific manifestors um so i just thought like that's pretty fun because I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot, even just like when I look at like our family and like people that I just like look out of curiosity, um, I find a lot of them, and this might just be coincidence, but are like specific and non-specific together. So it's, I just thought it was cool that like, they just like can come together almost in that way, even like acting off those gates and like channel, even there of like the entrepreneur and creativity and just like get specific and like make things happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely a friendship there and they get that. And then they, that can be magnified because they're both using it to their advantage.
0: Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And have you noticed any, um, like patterns too, so far of like specific and non-specifics together in a relationship or not anything that stands out?
1: Um, I haven't looked at that as much, um, I do try to look at um, the types of, like, circuitry, too, because Mm -hmm. that can really, like, create a lot of friction in relationships, Um, just some personal experience. That was one of the first things that I really, like, the awareness helped reduce a lot of friction between me and my husband, because he is completely he has all individual channels and then one integration channel and I'm more of a mixture. So like just knowing that explains so much about the way that he reacts to, um, you know, what I say and like it helps alleviate arguments and, Mm -hmm. you know, just from the awareness, just from knowing, okay, if I say it like this, then he, this is how he's going to take it. Or if he said it like this, he's not taking it this way. He's really just. So, um,
0: would you explain that? Like, just to like break down for people that
1: maybe aren't getting this
0: language right now Okay. of like, basically would, um, if you were to like present something or say something or share something about yourself, would it, Are you meaning he would almost take it in as like it's about him or he would somehow mold it back into it's about me.
1: Yes, because the individual, the the super kind of theme for having an individual channel is empowerment. Mm-hmm. So if you have an if you have all individual channels, all that energy, the super theme is just about empowerment. So it's kind of like all it's always like all about me kind of a thing, yeah. right? Um so like for example, I have the gate of correction, mm-hmm. and that is like a big one. So that one is part of a collective channel, and the collective theme is all about sharing. So it's not like good or bad to share. Mm -hmm. It's just for the sake of sharing for the collective. So like the individual type energy can really like take offense to that because it may not be to the benefit of the individual Mm -hmm. because the knowledge is really for the betterment of the collective. So that's just like generally And then when even like you
0: get into more specific, like of like going back to your design as the projector and you're sharing something and he's not receiving it in the way that like you're feeling recognized, Mm -hmm. it all goes back like so much friction, like you said. So when you have this awareness and understanding of like, oh, when I say something, this is naturally how they're going to perceive it. Nothing about them and even sometimes not even the conditioning about it. It's just that's how they're designed to receive Yes. right. Or to interpret or take something yeah. in. Yes. So cool. I love it. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to share either about, like, tell me more about you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything um, that's really shifted for you guys or about them or like anything you want to say?
1: Um, well I do, I did want to say one more thing about Kim and Kanye actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, they both have a third line in their profile. Mm -hmm. so I think that's just really important and that's something else that I go into in a personal I mean a, a personal and a relationship reading but in a relationship reading even if you have the same profile you still need to look at it through the lens of your strategy and authority because it can be a little it is a little different depending on that but so like for Kim and Kanye, the third line, it's all about trial and error. So they really can embrace that for each other and for themselves. But remember that it's going to be different for each other too. Yes. Especially as a projector and the generator.
0: Yes. And um, also like their conscious and subconscious side. So we have Kim, who's a three-five, Okay. So her three is first. So that is her, like her personality side, what we understand and what she understands of herself. And Kanye is a one three so the three is more on his subconscious side unconscious side where he might not be so aware of his trial and errors right like he might Mm -hmm. be mad at himself and Kim just might be like oops you know it got me famous (laughs) like that really worked out you know and for him it's like oh you know why am I doing this until they can understand and like you said then see that in each other
1: yeah totally yeah, my my husband is a one three, and both of my sons have a six a sixth line. So they're basically okay, yeah, three yeah. Th- third lines right now. My yeah. older son is a four six, and my younger son is a six two. Okay. So um, so yeah, lots of trial and error in our household. <laughs> and I, I um, feel yeah, that's my whole yeah, too. <laughs> and so and that's it it you know before human design it really got on my nerves <laughs> i'm not going to lie but now that i know that it's literally their process it's so beautiful it's like another way for me to just be open to you know letting things unfold naturally and to see just kind of have like that wonder again like like a yeah. child like oh my gosh what are they going to do next like what are they going to try now like is it going to work or not work? And like, what did they learn from it? Because that's, that's really important, especially as a mom. I know it's so hard that you don't, you know, you don't want them to make mistakes and you try to keep them from making mistakes or like hurting themselves. Now, obviously you want to be, you want them to be safe. I'm not talking about, you know, (laughs) letting them play with fire or something, but, um, Just even in the little things, like I I stop myself a lot now from like saying, be careful, or you know, just those little things that are really powerful conditioning, um, you know, phrases that we use as mothers. And I just try to stop myself from doing that so they can just let their process unfold and they can learn for themselves because I'm really not doing them any favors if Mm -hmm. I'm not letting them learn it on their own because they're really not going to learn it unless they do it themselves and see if it does or doesn't work for themselves.
0: Totally. Yeah. I think that's so massive, especially as parents, because what I'm noticing from, um, really looking at people's designs, right. And even like in their business and like the fears that are coming up and anytime I'm really noticing with the six less than the three is that the more resistance they had placed on them, Um, and the more almost like, yeah, like fear, be careful, you know, or don't do this or like not rules, but like, um, they had to sneak around to kind of go experiment. And Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about like bad experimentation, but like literally even like, you know, like no free will almost, Mm -hmm. um, to experience that, Oh, that's a bad thing for me. Or that's a bad decision that I made. Right. It's almost like I need to go do it anyway. So it's going to happen. So I just find that like they, um, they'll, it's, it's going to happen. So why not them be, let them be liberated and excited and actually take that on in a healthy way rather than the unhealthy way. And, and things kind of going really
1: bad, you know, like yes. really good instead of really bad. Yeah. 100% because I really feel that, like you said, for the six, especially if they're not allowed or like given that free reign to make the mistakes for themselves. And it doesn't even have to be mistakes. It can just be like their process of learning, yeah. um, of trying. It's just trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. So if they don't do that when they are young, you know, in that first stage of life, then like you said, it's still going to happen. And then they're still going to be doing it into that second stage when really they yeah, to be ready, stepping so, back yeah. <laughs> and being able to have that retreat time to really analyze every all of that process and to have that time to ground it all in.
0: Yeah. And what I was trying to like spit out there was that like they can't make decisions for themselves. Right. Because yes. like, it's almost like a decision has always, always, always been made and they don't feel empowered to make those own, des- their own decisions because it comes from trial and error or experiencing it. And it's just like, Nope, somebody told me to do this. So that's what I have to <sighs> go do. And then it all, it all yeah unfolds in a way that like is so extended and then they don't get to step into their power as beautifully and yeah. as powerfully. Okay. Um, all right. So tell us more about like you have your own thing that you're also doing, not just these readings, but these readings. So you guys, if you're looking at book reading, Libby does like sell out every single month. So um, being a projector and honoring her design, she um, we do have a limit of how many readings per month for foundational and relationship readings. So always check in Align by Design because those are posted. Um, and uh yeah so there's limited m- number a month and then tell us more about like your own thing what you got going on
1: yeah so um my business is the modern homemaker and modern has an e on the end just so modern. you know <laughs> um and you can find out more about that um at modernhomemaker.com um, and of course you can find me on Facebook and Insta, um, Libby Hoffman, double F, double N and Hoffman. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so one of the things that I like realized right away when I started to really dive into human design was that. So many of the challenges that I faced, um, in postpartum, especially with my first son, um, just depression and like that typical mom, you know, mommy zombie (laughs) burnout, Mm -hmm. um, was because I didn't have human design in my life. I just didn't Mm -hmm. have the awareness, um, to honor my energy and to honor my child's energy and I just know that there are so many other women, especially non-energy types like um, projectors and manifestors um, and reflectors, um, who who probably had a really dark postpartum experience because of that. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way, mm-hmm. and that's why I've um, I've created a Crown of Light. Um, so that modern mothers can have that fourth trimester experience filled with light and not darkness Mm. and an experience that is memorable and joyful. Um, not something that, you know, you want to rush through and like get out, you know, alive on the other side. You want it to be like a time that you cherish and a really a time that propels, um, you and your family forward instead of it being a setback for your business or your life and your whole, you know, whole life. Um, so that's what I'm working on now. Um, it is a one-on-one guidance and support for that transition from pregnancy to through postpartum or the fourth trimester. I like to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, yeah my soul work focus is to really um, empower modern mothers and i provide practical and inspired tools for modern mothers to really nourish themselves and the next generation
0: I love it because obviously that's what the world needs (laughs) so that we're raising an incredible generation, but most importantly, like going back to that fourth trimester and even in society, right. Of like how many people are like, Oh, you know, like it has to be not enjoyable, you know, and Mm -hmm. yes, we're going to have these sleepless nights and maybe you are going to experience a, a really big imbalance, which is very natural because hormones and what your body has just gone through and, and the life that you've just birthed, but it doesn't necessarily need to, um, yeah, be a step back. I like how you said that be a step back or be a year that you were like, that was hard, you know, and it's going to be hard, but it can also be so beautiful and something that you can embrace and something that you can really let yourself know. Who you are in those times, which will make it that much more enjoyable and beautiful and sweet because that's what it's really, we should be experiencing, right? And and that's the beauty of human design is we get to choose that.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and just one of my goals is to make sure that more children have Awareness of their design when, as yeah. soon as they're born, because that's really what human design is for is to empower the next generation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like our generation,
0: it's like actually been given to our yeah. generation to yeah. give it to the next generation, which yes. is so awesome to see what's happening right now. Um, and yeah, that's exactly it. Like, I have designs in, like, all of our designs in each of our rooms beside our beds in frames and, you know, talk about it. And like, even sometimes I feel kind of weird. 'Cause I'm like, oh no, what if like Layla goes to school and like he's like my <laughs> state roll people are like, What are you talking? Yeah. About? <laughs> but I think it's just we just have to let it be because they take it in, in such a non in such a natural way, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: totally. Okay. So Libby, I have, it's been such an honor and such a pleasure to be working with you, um, for you to be part of the team, for you to be sharing your gifts and your soul and your wisdom to everyone that books with you. Because like, I get messages and I don't even tell you these enough or send them to you, but like, I get messages all the time. They're like, my reading was incredible. Like (laughs) so good. And it was just like the, um, I even had somebody, um, like probably last month it was like I've been in human design for a while, like diving deep into it and I've had other readings and like nobody has read me like Libby did, or like nobody has like even it's not just the reading part, but like the tools that you're giving them to actually embody it, you know? Yes. And to actually make the shifts, not just like, here's a reading, bye-bye. Like yeah. it's like, let's make this, let's allow you to become it.
1: Yeah. Knowledge is power, but only if you're living it, living the experience, because experience is what brings mastery. Yes. Yes. Make drop again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: amazing well Libby thank you so much for being on and I'm so excited that everyone's getting to know you better and um, yeah you can just find Libby on Instagram, Facebook, her Facebook group I'm going to have all of these posted in the show notes too Um, and in Align by Design she's very active in the group too Um, and if you're looking to book a reading you can book a reading and otherwise you can just like hang out with us (laughs) so thank you Libby for joining and thank you guys for listening and I can't wait for um our next uh podcast episode
1: <laughs> thank you so much bye guys love and light alive by
0: design